without warning. They struck without mercy. What the hell are you doing in here? The Roadmasters assaulted me, sir. Meet the masters of etiquette. Everybody thinks bikers are just drunken, greasy dopeheads. I see you haven't been inside at the party yet. Come here. Oh. The masters of willpower. Just gonna have us one beer. That's all. The masters of great taste. <laughs> Meet the masters of menace. Well, I just got back and jumped in the Mayan pyramids. The public has been terrorized by these motorcycle hoodlums long enough. Why don't you go catch a serial killer? They are upright citizens. Admirers of speed. And beauty. I sold my car to get a boob job. No! Those look very natural, don't they? Nice work. Wow. And totally menacing dudes. This is good stuff. They are. All right, get ready, man. Here they come. The masters of menace. If they weren't so dumb, they'd be dangerous. The masters of menace. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Dan Aykroyd Podcast. I am your host, Scott White, and I am joined once again from my friends from the North. Introduce yourselves, young men. Uh, I'm Derek, but you can call me Squishy. (laughs) And I already have a nickname. I'm Mean Mark. (laughs) All right. And we are looking, this time we are looking at the 1990 movie Masters of Menace. Starring uh, David Rasheen. Rasheen? It has Dan Aykroyd and John Candy and Jim Belushi and George Went. And uh, this movie All is of terrible. them in cameo roles. Yeah. All of those in cameo roles. <laughs> yeah, Scott, uh, I gotta say, you, the way you sold this one, I don't know. I felt like I had the rug pulled out, man. <laughs> this movie has a 68% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know how. I have no idea 68%. how. 68%. Well, so I, this is just a blind pick. I knew nothing about this movie. I was just looking for stuff that Dan was has been in, and he, has been, he was in this movie, and it was free on YouTube, so I thought, let's do this movie. It's a terrible movie. <laughs> and it's, it's about a bunch of bikers. It's. I, I don't think it's terrible. I just think it's a nothing burger. It there's, is. There's nothing. There's nothing to it. Um, this movie is immediately forgettable. Immediately forgettable. Like, are we supposed to be cheering for the bad guys? I guess so, but they're not. So the gist of this movie is this biker gang. I guess they're in California? Yep, I think so. I think so. This, This biker gang, there's this prosecutor that's after this biker gang, he feels that if he puts this biker gang away in jail, he'll be able to be elected DA. So at the beginning of this movie, these bikers all pull up in front of the courthouse. You know, they, there's a bunch of charges against him by the, by the prosecutor. And the judge puts him on three years probation. It's like if you're on, if you're if you're good for three years, you can't. It's like you can't leave the county if you leave this county you will be immediately thrown in jail. 
and that's part of their three-year probation. And they have, and they have hired this new lawyer. There, this movie had a lot of recognizable faces. It's like I I know the yes. I know these people from somewhere. It's yeah. Like, and they're like, fine, okay, we'll do. You know, we're on probation, and then you know the the prosecutor is like, this is a combination. I I recently did a podcast about evolution. I listened to that one, and and that is to me that's a beat for beat. It's like a remake of Ghostbusters. To me, this movie is a combination of Animal House and the Blues Brothers. Yeah, I, I was thinking Porky's on Wheels. That's what I was thinking. Scott, you read my mind. I was just about to say this movie is like if the the characters from Animal House left school and started a biker gang. That's how it feels. Like especially with the DA constantly going, you know, biker gang. You know, yeah, he's the stuffy old dean that has to get these yeah. these yahoos in line he, so he, he doesn't look bad. He uses the phrase, "You know what to do." Yeah. Which yeah. is a horrible 80s line. <laughs> uh, this this movie, I what I can't believe about this movie, so we, we've been running down the the uh, the cast, right? Aykroyd, Candy, Belushi, George Went, uh, Catherine Bach, Daisy Duke herself is in this movie. Daisy Duke. S- it stars, is that who she is? Yeah, that's, that yeah, that's Daisy Duke. Uh, the Sledgehammer. Yeah, I don't know if Scott, if you remember the old show Sledgehammer. Yes, Sledgehammer. That's our our lead guy. That's our lead guy, and then uh, David Landreau, the, the guy he played Squiggy on Laverne and Shirley. Squiggy on Laverne. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So a whole bunch of recognizable faces. Oh, none of which you'll find on IMDb. Their IMDb. It's M O M, M O M Masters of Mayhem, and it has the writers listed. I don't know if Derek, if you want to update IMDb, but <laughs> no, I've got the cast list here. Um. I really? I couldn't say, find the listing. Uh, where's one of them? Uh, do, 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 do. The one that plays the sheriff, George Buck Flower. You know what ah, movie George he's Buck. famously in? I thought he looked familiar, he's, but... He's in a lot of John Carpenter movies. He is he's in, the... Okay. He's yep. the drunk in Back to the Future. He's the bum in Back to the Future. He's the bum... Crazy drunk, drunk drivers. Oh. Yes. He's Red the Drunk. Um... There were lots of, uh, like, uh, He's guys. also in They Live. He is the bum that sells out to <laughs> aliens. Yeah, McLean from Total Recall is in this movie. Wow, really? Uh, the young lawyer, he's the he's from the Police Academy movies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. see, yeah, I thought I recognized him. I, d- I didn't recognize the main DA there, the, the one who's running for office. I didn't recognize him. No. I thought, at first I thought he was the, the blonde guy from Animal House. Marmal Greg Marmalard, but it, it's not him. It, he just looks like him. But Horny Hank, you know too. Um, Horny Hank has been a voice actor for years. Can you link me that? Because I what? I checked IMDb and I couldn't find it. I found just a blank page with the writers' names listed. And that's it. Oh yeah. I'll no synopsis. Nothing. Uh, David Rashi. What is? How do you pronounce his name? Rashni Rashi. I, I don't know how to. I never actually heard sure. it spoken. Uh, David, uh, John Candy, George Went, uh, Jim Belushi. These are all Second City people. So obviously, Rashi. I don't know if the director writer has was is connected with Second City and somehow. But these are all Second City alum alumni. Yeah. So the so yeah, I, 
I got the sense throughout this that oh. someone was just calling in some favors. That or just calling on the old buddies, come on down for a weekend, we'll shoot a few scenes and then and call it. Carol Ann Susie, uh, which is Candy Coletti, she's the other biker chick in the gang. Yep. She plays uh, Mrs. Wallowitz on Big Bang Theory. She's the voice of Mrs. Wallowitz. Oh. The one that, that passed away. She passed away? Oh, that's her? Oh. That's her, as a, young, as a younger woman. There's yeah, a lot of squiggies. quality actors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those things where it's the script just lets them down. <laughs> there, so, there really is, there really is no script. It's just, it's just a bunch of things just, that happen. Yeah, exactly. It's the script is just to get from one wacky adventure to another. Yep, and it doesn't like. There's no traveling montage. They just they leave frame in one city. They enter frame in another one. Yeah, yeah, they take off There's on their bikes and then yeah. now, they do they do ride their own bikes. You can see some scenes. Yes. So they are riding their own bikes. So the gist of the movie is one of their gang members, Jim Belushi, yeah, has invented this new bike that's going to revolutionize bike travel. Revolutionize motor drag motor bike travel. racing. Yeah. Right, yeah, racing, yeah. Gypsy this is the suit that got us off. I want to shake your hand. Where is it? Where? Thank you for taking care of my brothers. Get me out of this thing. We break for you. There's not another bike like this in the whole world. She's top fuel. Yeah. She's a Harley Davidson, 117 cubic inches. Burns 100% nitromethane, fuel injected. This baby, this baby goes zero to 170 and a quarter under eight seconds. Two speed training, lock up clutch. Very nice. Yeah, you know what's special about walls? Uh, no, I don't. Huh? No. Fuel injector right here. I designed it myself. Now I get some big money behind me. Big money sponsor. I'm gonna make the Roadmasters famous. I'm proud of you, Jibs. Really. I love you, Crush. Love you too, Gypsy. No, I love you. No, but I love you just as no, much. But I love you. Yeah, but come on, oh. I'm sorry. You okay, man? Okay. All right. I'll tell you what pisses me off. You know what pisses me off? Bad weather? No. Nobody takes drag bike racing seriously. There's no TV coverage. None. No sponsors. Nothing. You know why? Because everybody thinks bikers are just drunken, greasy dopeheads. Oh, I see you haven't been inside at the party yet. He takes his bike out for a ride, and he crashes, and he blows it up. And now they have they want to take him to Las Vegas to take his body to his parents because as that's a the tradition. Gang, that's what you do. You take care of your brothers. They're all standing outside and they're watching him to oh, they're gonna he's gonna ride his bike and so everyone's standing outside. He rides down, there's a squealing, and then there's a big explosion, and then somebody in the background goes, What happened? <laughs> What happened? You watched it. He exploded. 
happened. This probably will be a short podcast because there's not really a lot to talk about. About there's a few things I could mention. There's a few. So, so they, you know, the, the gang is like, okay, we're gonna take his, we're gonna take his bot, and for some reason, there his the lawyer, the lawyer that got him off is this young, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed lawyer. He's not like a biker at all. The head biker, David Rashi, however you pronounce his name, he invites Buddy. him over to his house for a party. Buddy. So he comes with a stuffy girlfriend. She's offended and she leaves. And the, the lawyer's like, my wallet was in the glove compartment. Yeah. I thought that would come back somehow. It's like they made such a big deal. It's like the, my wallet's... So I thought it would come back like, well... I'm a lawyer. Can you prove it? No, but that never comes back. He does say he'll pay the fine later on, but how? I don't know. <laughs> he does, I guess. I don't know. The, so they start on this this journey to take the body of Jim wizard. Belushi, wi- wizard. Uh, Was it wizard? wizard? No, no, gypsy. No, no gypsy. No. Gypsy to take gypsy back to his home. The prosecutor gets wind of this. And he sends his second in command to follow them. So he is spying on them. Well, he was spying on them from minute one, like just right after the trial, because of the judge's terms, they want to catch him doing anything illegal so that way they can get him thrown in jail. And somehow, for some reason, this DA thinks this is going to be the key. Like he's going to ride his whole campaign. I'm like, remember the road hogs? I mean, roadmasters. Sorry, that's an ongoing joke. Um. The, yeah. Remember those guys? The road warriors. Those two. The uh, yeah. well, no. They that's the running joke. They call it, they get called road hogs, road warriors. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, apparently this by saying I put these guys in jail, elect me to what? What? What the hell is he going for? I want to be a district attorney. He's yeah. going for the DA. Yeah. He's a prosecutor. Attorney, attorney, attorney general, wasn't it? Because he's he later. Oh no, you're right. You're right. It is a it is attorney. General. I don't know yes. the difference between those two, other than they have different words. That's about rank. <laughs> rank. Yeah. That's all it is. The thing is, this is not an intimidating gang. They're, it, well, they're supposed to be intimidating, but they, they, David David Rashi, buddy, I'm just going to call him. He's yeah, buddy. Their leader. And he doesn't come across. He doesn't come across as intimidating at all. No, they come across as lovable goofballs, and that's. I, I guess that's why because they're breaking the law, they're stealing from people, they're hurting people, they're beating up people, and they're the good guys. I yes, mean, they are. Nineteen ninety was a different time, but they're not likable. You're supposed to root for them, but they are just not a likable group of people. They're supposed, I think, like you said, I think we're supposed to see them as lovable goofballs, but they don't come off that way. They come off as jerks and people who steal and and, and who who hurt other people. Uh, Yeah, somehow uh, lovable douchebags. Like when they go to the party, the lawyer shows up and he's like, okay, well, you're not supposed to be breaking the law. And he's like, "Uh, what do you want? Beer? You want wine? You want some meth? I can get you some meth. And I'm like, (laughs) fucking right out of the gate, he's offering the meth. And he's like, oh, you can't be doing drugs here because, you know, you're on thing. He's like, relax. And that's the thing is, like, Buddy is like the Rob Van Dam of biker gangs. He's, like, so just chill and relaxed. He's like, he's, he's like uh, Cheech and Chong. He's just, whatever. Yeah. You know, Dave's he's not Cheech here, man. And, relax. He's Cheech and Chong combined. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But, 
Like, nothing phases him. He doesn't get riled up about anything. He always Even feels when it's he's shot, out. he doesn't yeah. <laughs> He doesn't panic, so... It's just weird. It's a weird character for that movie. It looks like he's, like, too old for the gang. You know what I mean? Exactly. Oh, get... you know what? You're right. You're right. But that's sort of the... That's sort of the idea. That's sort of the idea. But you're right. Yeah, he is too old. They're all too old to be doing what they're doing. They are, yes. Yeah. So they're they're heading off to Vegas to bring Gypsy to his parents. Yep. And for some reason, the lawyer goes along... I don't know why. Yeah, so it's so weird how these two attorneys, their careers live and die by the actions of this biker gang. Like this this young, hungry lawyer who wants to make a career is so obsessed with them doing well, he he leaves his practice. He's not doing, he's not making any money. He's not taking any other cases. He's not working on anything else. He, he wins the case. He says it's his first case. He wins his case. Yeah, he wins his first case, and apparently he believes that if he doesn't keep these guys, you know, out of jail, that somehow his practice is ruined. Meanwhile, he's not taking on any other clients. He doesn't. But it's not his responsibility. It's like, okay, I got you off. Yeah. Once the check clears, you're done. Yeah. Yes. Assuming there's a check, but mm. it would be like if I got somebody off for murder, and then they murdered somebody else. It's like, well, that's not my problem. I did my job. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and 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 let's face it. Let's let's bring it home a little bit more, Scott. You do you get up on stage, you do your thing. If I'm next and I tank, that's not on you. No, you did your yeah. job. Uh, so yeah, so but the, now but the, also the, the process. But, oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I'm just gonna say the DA is so hyper focused too. That's my that point. No sense. Both of them. Oh, make sure that if they cross the street, not at a crosswalk, to get them. And I'm like, relax. They're a biker gang. Yeah, they're going to fuck up. They're going yeah. to get caught. They're they're the a bunch of lovable fuckers. So closely, yeah, means that you won't catch them because this is an '80s movie, and I know how this works. But <laughs> but that, that's what I'm saying, Derek. Is that the, if if they go to jail, one guy wins. If they stay out of jail, the other guy wins. What they win, you know, it, it's I don't know. Yeah. It just leads to further success for their careers, and they are hyper invested in but, this. But ten minutes later, they leave the county, so they've already they've already they've up. already broken. So they're heading to Vegas, and they just randomly stop at a strip, strip club. Strip club, yep. And the sign is, and by the way, there's Confederate, they're in California, but there's Confederate flags everywhere <laughs> in this movie. I take well, it that's, that's why I question. that's like a trope. If you're a biker bang, you, if you're a biker gang, you have, to be a, you have to have a Confederate flag, even if you're in California. Yeah. Do you, do you think that might have been a, an Easter egg because Catherine Bach is in this movie? You know it's what? 1990, dude. That, there was but... no Easter eggs in 1990. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Homage, homage. <laughs> to, no. to the Duke boys, you know? <laughs> but yeah. The thing they make a big deal about is it's, it's they keep constantly making uh, reference to the fact that it's 4th of July weekend. But that means nothing. Except, <laughs> except a bunch of the cops are on holiday. That's the only thing that it oh, actually okay, it yeah. matters later in the movie. The old... A bunch of cops in a small podunk town. So yeah. Four guys have the day off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all, yeah. They're at the cottage. You know, that's that's about it. <laughs> um, so they yeah. So they stop at this strip club, and there's a woman. She's doing her Fourth of July strip, so she's throwing fire. This is one of those where one of the if you're gonna have a strip club scene, how they don't show any boobs. It's it's 
if you're going to have a strip club scene, you're going to show boobs. Um, or, or mostly do. Or don't at all. And here's what I mean. At the party scene earlier, there's a woman who is not who has her tits out the entire time. Every she's in two scenes, very like sort of background, and it's just boobs. She just kind of walks by topless. And so for some reason that's okay, but then when we're at a strip club, we're not gonna show anything. At a strip club. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's what it's weird that and also not to mention, hey, YouTube, you got boobs. All right. There you go. Like it's it's on. Yeah. It's, yeah. So, <laughs> so this is on YouTube. It's been on YouTube for 10 years. <laughs> and the way and it's spelled Masters of Mency. Whoever put this up spelled Menace wrong. Have you so checked out the videos of the uh, the guy that put it up on YouTube? I haven't. I have. I'm not surprised we'll it's misspelled. It. Sure. But, uh, yeah. So it's it's <laughs> it's been up for 10 years and it's. Masters of Mency. So if you're looking for this movie on YouTube. But uh, during this uh, stop at the strip club, Squishy starts eating all these deviled eggs that are on the bar. Turns he, out these eggs have yeah. been expired. The, why are they it's out? Like, uh, <laughs> I, yes! Why are they out? It's like, oh, somebody else goes to eat them. Oh, these eggs have been expired for a while. If you eat them, it'll give you the shits for a week. All right. All right. This and is then, where we pick up not Mar- Mar- not Margot Robbie. Yeah, <laughs> Sunny. Uh, one of the waitress, Sunny, Sunny the waitress is just like, oh, I'm just here. I just she offers she like does this exposition dump. Yeah. I'm here to pay off for my. I got a boob job, so I I used all my money to get a boob job, so I can get into Hollywood. And then horny Hank is just like, <laughs> well, we're going to Vegas. Well, no, she 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 got a, she got a boob job. So that she could make some money stripping in order to make it to Hollywood. She sold her car to get the boob job so she could, yada, yada, right. yada, yada. Yeah. She had this plan. I picture her like Charlie Day in front of a, <laughs> like a, a pin board, you know. Yeah. Like, okay, first I sell the car. I use that money to just get my boob job. And then, I, then I get become a stripper and I make money doing that. And then I go to Hollywood and then equals profit. No, no. <laughs> that's that's I, her plan. I have it laid out as like car equals boobs equals dollar sign dollar sign dollar sign equals Hollywood. Like he equals a Hollywood star. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's the yeah yeah. Uh, but that's it. We only stop at this well, place no, to so, pick her up. Uh, but they, but they are being followed. The spot you know the spy follows them. Yeah, and this guy and, is fucking weird. Oh, he calls his boss, and the boss is going to get a SWAT team there. He's like, keep them there. Well, the biker gang finds out that he's there, and two of the fattest, <laughs> unstuckiest bikers sneak up and kidnap him. He, they hang him upside down in the bathroom. We don't know that yet, but we're going to find out. Yeah. They hang him yep. upside. So all the bikers leave. After they leave, the FBI, whatever, they show up, and they find that their spy is hanging upside down in the biker room. And he's like... Well, I, I heard him say that they're going to Vegas. It's like, okay, well, that's very convenient, sloppy writing. But yeah, okay. I what I like is uh, uh it reinforces an, uh, an a now old standard for SWAT teams in 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 the U.S. From what I've observed, you have two types. You have your heavily armored and your lightly armored. Heavily armored, of course, you your flak jackets, helmets, goggles, the whole thing. Lightly armored, windbreaker. 
You got a windbreaker and a shotgun. Yeah. Now you are on the team. Yeah. <laughs> One can stop yeah. bullets. The other can stop a light breeze. That's the yeah. The difference in funding, I guess. The difference between protest and white collar takedown. And what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Running and just strolling in to to enforce the law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they drive a little more and they stop for dinner. At this family restaurant. Billy Bob. And as soon as I saw him, I went, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We're going we're gonna to get Scott canceled. <laughs> oh, so uh, but, but while they're driving, but while they're driving, they, they drive through this little podunk town, and there's this old sheriff out there with a, with a rocket car. I know. And, this thing's uh, wild. God is... Speedometer, what is it? A radar yeah. detector out. Radar detector, radar gun, yeah. Radar gun, and the, the biker gang the zooms past him, and they're doing like 95 or whatever, and he peels out to catch him, and he immediately crashes his car. Well, it's no wonder the hood scoop on that thing is huge. How the hell do you see anything? <laughs> <laughs> like, I bet you it's got power for days, but you can't see where you're going. Plus... Plus, he needs a phone book to sit on. I'm sorry. Yeah. I can't see over that. <laughs> He's not a tall man. Yeah. <laughs> so now, yeah. So now they're at the restaurant and they're like, it's a 35 minute wait. And then we get this scene of every, this, everybody in the lobby just running out. So we get a Benny Hill scene. scene. Uh, yeah. yeah this, a Benny Hill. This gang has in, intimidated everybody until eventually they're the only people in the restaurant. Yeah, well, they basically, they go up to people's tables and go, hey, uh, we need to borrow your table. And then they just up and leave. Yeah, can we sit here? And, and yes, because they leave, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I did like the ordering in this one. He's like, okay, we'll get uh, eight of these. We'll get eight of these. And he says, oh, we'll get uh, some of these. And this is the menu item, literally, verbatim. The spicy, spicy, burn yourself for sure. <laughs> I'm not even sure what kind of a food it is. It just called spicy, spicy, burn yourself for sure. And he goes, we'll get eight of that. And then, uh, yeah, drinks. And then he turns to, he, I think he calls him fatty or, or fat, fat Frank. Frank or, fat fat Frank, Frank. And he goes, Frank, uh, fat Frank. He says, uh, yeah, give me one of those too. I'm like, okay, that's funny. He just ordered a bunch of food and Frank's going, yeah, I'll have the lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll have that too. Yeah, I, I thought <laughs> yeah. that. I thought that was good. I got a laugh out of that. I, I that got a laugh out of me. I do, I do now, like the names. All, all this, uh, when they pull up to the restaurant, Squishy, who had eaten up all those eggs, he's like, "Oh man, I gotta go. I gotta go." So he yeah. runs in. He's got the shit. So he's got to run in. He goes to the bathroom. Well, uh, his and name is actually that's going to be sort. That's going to be important later. Uh, according yeah. to IMDb, his name is Squirt. So I guess he retroactively is living up to his name. He oh, gets a, he, he, yeah, yeah. That's what we have: Horny Hanks, uh, uh, Fat Frank, Lazy Larry, Sloppy Joe. I like that one. And then, but what's Roy Boy? What's a Roy Boy? I don't know. Like, I don't want to ask. I don't want to ask. Yeah. <laughs> so they're eating, and then the sheriff finally shows up. And he's like, I want to see everybody. I, I, I'm here to, I'm here to bust everybody. I need everybody to leave. Stand outside by your bicycle or your motorcycle motorcycles. You got to stand out by your motorcycles, and I'm going to issue every single one of you a citation. Yeah, buddy. He's like, 
You know what? Maybe we should just go. You know, maybe we should just go. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we just get up and go? <laughs> and, it ta- and it takes his biker, it takes the gang like several minutes and they're like, oh, yeah, maybe we should just go. <laughs> so now our, our lovable losers have now basically broken poor Billy Bob's business here because they drove out all the paying customers, ate a bunch of food or threw it around the room and then left. Well, and they even say as they're walking out the door, oh, I guess nobody's paying. Yeah, the the lawyer. Has anyone paid? And they're like, never mind, never mind, never mind. Yeah. Like, okay, so they walk to... out of the restaurant and then lock. Because apparently in this restaurant, the door locks from the uh, outside. They're able yeah. to outside. I mean, with without keys, they were able to lock. The well, don't they slide something? In the into the Maybe. doors. They don't. It's Maybe. not shot well enough to know that. Like we don't get an exterior of him then, putting a broom through the door or whatever. But then he looks through the window and he's like, uh, yeah. and he just keeps waving, <laughs> like an uncomfortable yeah. long amount of time. I thought and I was like, uh, it was so long. Okay. I thought basically he was barring the door. Fat Frank was just gonna, you know, because yeah. he's so fat. Ha ha ha. You know, the obesity in this biker gang. My goodness. None of these guys are living past forty-five. Uh, <laughs> no. Oh no. No, no. They got they they got a shelf with insulin on it, like in the in the clubhouse for whoever needs it. So they all drive away, but Squirt was in the bathroom because he had the squirts, and he walks out and he's like, "Where did everybody go?" And then the sheriff pulls a gun on him and it's like, "Well, you're coming. You're coming with me." Uh, if I may, uh, Scott, we we didn't say. We didn't say grace before our podcast, so if if I may just take a moment, I'm I'm sorry. I <clears throat> bless our bikes, bless our food. Hope our old ladies are in the mood. Amen. All right, thank you, thank you. I just had to. <laughs> now here's the deal: only at, at this point, only two of them have old ladies. Well, th- yeah. three hopefully, because Horny Hank's but moving Horny, in yeah, on Sunny. Uh, Horny Hank, yeah. But she did point, accept only... his sweatshirt. Show us your boobs. <laughs> Show us your boobs or show us your tits. One of the two. Show us your tits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Show us your tits. He has a bunch of horny themed uh, shirts, and she even points it out, like, "Wow, you take this horny thing really seriously." And all he retorts is, "Yeah, well, you got to take it seriously." Like they couldn't write <laughs> yeah. anything. Well, being on brand wasn't there yet, so. No, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> got to, yeah. No, that's true. Apparently, it was only supposed to be a five-hour drive, but now they stop again at another bar, another strip club, I think. Isn't it? Another. No, no, this one's just a bar. Oh, straight up bar? Okay. This was just a bar. And they just walk in and go, should we start a fight? Let's start a fight. I want to start, <laughs> start a fight. A fight. Like, nah, let's not start a fight. So, uh, Buddy, try, you know, he, he's going to try to hustle this guy, this guy at pool. This guy is much better at pool than he is. At this point, we find out that Buddy's wife is pregnant. She tells the other woman in yes. the game. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm pregnant. Because all this time... She's been trying to convince Buddy to give up the biker life. Let's buy a house. Let's get a white picket fence. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm king of the road. We're not going to do that. Maybe in a couple of years we might do that. But right now. So she's trying to get him to settle down because she is pregnant. Uh, but uh, so, by the way, this, this guy that they, he gets into the pool game with, um, not, not for nothing, this guy's got like Captain America strength. He's he's picking up guys one handed and launching them across the room. 
I don't know how they got into a fight with Captain America. Like, <laughs> like this guy should have cleaned the floor with all of them. He can pick one of them up and just throw him across the room with his left hand. He does it. I was like, "What the what the fuck?" And I was like, "When does be a su- when did, when did they get into the superhero movie?" <laughs> yeah, this is where I started getting the Porky's uh, feel to it. So they start the bar fight, and then during the bar fight, this is where they they realize that Squirt is missing. Because evidently Squirt, he carries a camera around his neck, and he, he always he's always taking pictures. So one of the guys is beating another guy up. He's like, hey, Squirt, take a picture of this. And then he's looking around like, where's Squirt? I don't know where Squirt is. And this is how tight this band, this is how tight this biker gang is. Yeah. realize that one of their members is missing. Yeah. Yeah, they do not give a shit about Squirt. Well, it's because he doesn't drive. Yeah. That's the he thing. Doesn't he doesn't drive. have a driver's license. Which He's means a, the person, which makes it even worse, because he rides in a side cart. <laughs> which means the person who's driving the car, the bike with a side cart, didn't realize that there wasn't a person next to him. But I think that's the guy that's like super high all the time. Isn't it the long-haired guy that's just constantly... No, the long-haired guy doesn't drive either. He's always in the back of the truck. Oh, you're right. Yeah. And the long-haired guy was, and I recognized him... He was Weird Al Yankovic's sidekick in UHF. No way. Really? Like his best friend? His best friend in UHF. That's who this guy was. Huh. And by the way, he's got a killer mullet skullet. He does. Oh, yeah. That guy. Yeah, he's going bald. David Retirement Bowie. home in the front, party in the back. Is it? Is it Sloppy Joe? It is Sloppy Joe. Holy shit, he was in The Rock, he was in Cable Guy, he was in Transformers. Yeah, yeah. He's been in everything. No, he, he's in a, yeah, he's a prolific character actor. Wow, so I've definitely seen like this said, guy this a bunch. Is not, yeah. This movie is not lacking talent. Holy shit, this guy's got quite the IMDb. Yeah. So they decide to so go they, back and get Squiggy, or Squishy, Squishy, Squiggy? Squirt. 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 <laughs> so and the, 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 they go back to get Squirt. And the lawyer's like, let me handle this. I'll pay the fine and I'll get him out. And yeah. uh, Buddy is and like, they, whatever you say. They, whatever you they, say. They can't just leave it alone. They have to do it their way so they break him out. Yeah, even if the lawyer was successful in somehow getting him released legally, nope, they're just going to tie some bed sheets that they we have no idea where they came from. Scott, maybe you can answer this one as a you know, purveyor and observer of wild mattresses. Uh, are there ever any sheets just lying around on the mattresses you find out in the boat? They Is probably that... got the sheets from Squiggy. They probably passed them out through the, the sheets that were on the bed. Yeah. In... Oh, they're the jailhouse sheets. Okay. Now, the fact that those, those sheets, I don't think those sheets would have held. Or be 50 fucking feet. Yeah, long. yeah. I was going <laughs> to say, how, how many beds are in that cell? <laughs> yeah. So the lawyer so. goes in to talk to Squirt, Squirt, and while they're doing this, the biker gang has tied the sheets to the window. While they're breaking him out, the prosecutor, he shows up. You know, he, He's demanding the, the bike gang. He's like, I've only got one. He's like, I'll take him one at a time. And while they're having this back and forth, the biker gang has pulled. Oh, shit. Well, no, uh, uh, three things are happening at one time. Well, they pull the thing out, and he goes, "Wow, isn't it amazing that that earthquake only happens in the back of the jail?" Right. He's like, "Where's my Where's my suspect? In the back of the jail." <gasps> oh no! <laughs> but while this is happening, the sidekick is in a car 
dialing a phone sex number and listening to a man seduce a dog. That is so fucking weird. What the hell? Yeah. Why? What? What? I don't know. What? And then the but two what? fat guys come up and attack him again, right? Att- attack him again and kidnap again. So when they spring Squiggy, Squishy, fuck, squirt. who cares? Squirt. They replace him with, <laughs> the, you know, the, the 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 spy who's spying on him. They've got him all tied up. So this is the second time that they were able to sneak up on him and get the best of him. It, this is like the yeah. assistant DA or something like that, right? Or is he the assistant DA or he assistant to he's the DA or whatever, right? Like he's no, he's a, he's assistant to the the prosecutor, the prosecutor who's he's a DA anyway. though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But whatever. He might. I don't know. He's a he's a lackey. He's a, he's just a lackey in this. He's a lackey. And he the thing, and that's lackey. and to your point, like it's not enough that he's he he's just this bumbling lackey who keeps getting one over. Uh, like they keep getting over on him. Now this weird sex line thing. Like, what the fuck is that for? I don't get it. It's supposed I, to be funny. I have, I have uh, a question. And maybe this is my, my lack of knowledge of the American judicial uh, system. Is the DA not out of his jurisdiction at this point? Yes, he is. But he's so obsessed with getting him. It's Yeah, the district attorney is out of his district. If he wanted. I don't know. Yeah, 80s, right. 80s, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. 80s, okay. 90s, what? Yeah, sure. So they spring him, <laughs> and they they camp for the night. Yeah. The sun comes up in the morning, and now we see John Candy driving a beer truck, well, Vex beer. They 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 wake up to a familiar smell. Yep. They can smell Fucking beer down the road in a yes. truck. They smell beer. They smell beer. I like beer, but I'm not that good. (laughs) You know, John Candy's this lone truck driver. He's driving his beer, you know, listening to music. And they all hop on their bikes. And so and they take a scene right out of vacation where Horny Frank or what is it? Horny Fred. Horny Hank. Horny Hank. And the woman that they picked up, she's like showing John Candy her boobs. Sunny. And while they're distracting him, and while they're distracting him, the biker gang hop on the truck, get into the truck. Yeah, they climb onto the truck like they're the the they're the robots from iRobot going after Will Smith. (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) You know what? I gotta say, I'm I'm actually kind of impressed with the sequence. There's no CG here. This is this wasn't done on a soundstage with computers. This oh, is yeah, just no, a bunch of dudes on bikes and a, and a truck, and they're climbing on no cables or anything like that. Like, they are just... <laughs> and it is clearly stuntmen with voiceover. Clearly. I know, but the, <laughs> but it's still impressive stunt work, what these guys did. You, you know what I mean? 
It's supposed to be Buddy on top of the truck with the wind going and everything else. And he's just climbed up and he's kind of breathing heavy. But you just hear Buddy go, okay, come on up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no wind. No nothing. Yeah, yeah, there's just some loose I like. I love the 80s there, movies, There's some yeah. loose like, grab the beer. No, I, yeah, I'll grab the beer. I'll grab the beer. Yeah, grab the beer. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, eventually they all start climbing into the, cla- into the cab with John Candy. And yeah. eventually they force John Candy, they throw him out on the side. And these are the people we're supposed to be rooting for. Yeah! They threw a man out of a moving truck going 65, 70 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. They could have killed this man. And these are the, the, these are the these protagonists. Are the heroes. These, yeah. these are the heroes. Yeah. I did, I did like the Candy and Sonny flirting back and forth. Because it, he's got that, it's that Candy charm. I, I I had a moment. I was like, "Oh, I I miss you, man!" Like I miss. Yeah. Whenever you see John Candy, you miss John Candy because he has he's barely in this movie, but his scenes are his scenes it. really count. Yeah. Like, he steals it. Yeah, he steals yeah. It. really count. Yeah, yeah, they're really yeah. It's just something to watch because you know a, it's just like an afternoon in a Bex truck, and the way he goes, he's such a goofball too because he's like, "Oh, I bet those do well for you." <laughs> I know. <laughs> I see what you. <laughs> you know that John Candy. Laugh that uh, yeah, John Candy charm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love that guy. I, he's not being pervy, but he's you know enjoying the view still. You know. No. Fun note. Well, this uh, is. Uh, sorry, Scott. I was just going to make a fun note. Uh, Bex at this point had not yet been purchased by Anheuser Busch, so they're actually it's not an American beer, which I thought that we would see, and like you know. Budweiser, like, like apparently this is the oh. beer company that actually was like, where it was okay with them using their name. They couldn't get Anheuser Busch to sign on, I guess. Or you know. I, I think they took what they could get, and that's my point. Yeah, they got this this German beer instead of like an American, or even you know, you got John Candy behind the wheel. How about Molson Canadian, right? Well, they pull over with this beer truck and they unload the beer, and then they start. Then we see this montage of of beer drinking games. Yeah, and they're all slamming beers, and then we cut to uh, John Candy just walking down the street with this lone beer. He's and he's, and it's just John Candy acting with himself, and it's it's hilarious. It's like I gotta come up with a plan on what. And the sheriff pulls up, the the you know the DA or whatever it is, he pulls up and he's like, yeah, aliens. It was al- it was biker aliens that came and it's like. It's just a very short, funny scene. Just John Candy showing off his. Yeah. yeah. the 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 weird part for me though is is when he gets launched from the truck, he's not holding a six pack like they imply, and none of the beer fall. They don't throw any beer off the truck. So where did that six pack come from? He's got the yeah. He's got the can holders, and it looks like he's on the last of a six pack that he drank. And out in that heat, that would get you tanked. Actually, like sun drunk is a real thing. <laughs> Take it from a guy who's done it a couple times. Yeah, it doesn't take much when you're out in the sun like that. So he would get drunk off a six-pack, but where did it come from? <laughs> it's not like they're like, hey, here's one for the road, buddy, you know, which could have been funny, you know. Well, they don't show it, but they probably could have. Yeah, yeah. They took every. They stole the truck. Yeah. But now the DA is up to his game because now he's got a helicopter. Oh. Right? And, he, and he asks if he has any napalm on board. <laughs> Napalm? Uh, this is yeah. We're gonna burn these bikers. Well, we, 
Napalm? We we were 15 years out from Vietnam, which Napalm played a big part in. If no, if those movies are to tell me but, anything, yeah. So, but holy, like this guy escalates though. To your point, Derek, this guy escalates big time. He's got a machine gun out. He opens fire just at random at these dudes and yeah, ladies, and, like and hits one person once. Yeah. He's a terrible shot. <laughs> He's a terrible shot with a fucking machine well, gun. Well, to I can't believe I'm going to defend this, but you know that's my thing. Uh, apparently, <laughs> so the, well the helicopter pilot calls him out and says, "I thought you were just going to scare them," meaning that I think he was he was meaning to shoot wild and and purposely not hit them. So I guess he is a terrible shot because he didn't mean to hit anybody, but he hit somebody. He's a terrible oh, shot. I think for he meant to hit them. And he did. Well, no, the, he calls them out. I thought we were just scaring them because the idea was to flush them out to the trap where the guy on the ground was going to have a, a a corral waiting for them, right? He, he was going to f- right. use the helicopter to drive them a certain way. So he was just shooting at the ground to get them up and on the road. That's how I read that scene anyway, because just because of what well, the helicopter was. no doubt in my mind that he would have shot them. I didn't. Yeah, so either he's a bad shot because he hit somebody when he didn't mean to, or he's a bad shot because he meant to hit him and he didn't. He only hit one guy. <laughs> but this leads to my favorite conversation in the entire movie, and it was just a "What the fuck are you talking about?" So they have the truck, and they're like, "He said, somebody says, what do you have in the truck?'" He's like, "Uh, stare." Oh no, this is later on. Sorry. No, no, yeah, Sorry. this is later on. Yeah, it's later uh, on. So they all scatter, and they all, you know, they all get out of there. They all meet up with the, at the club, the clubhouse, this long-standing clubhouse, right? Right, and then that's where Dan Aykroyd finally shows up. I was uh, wondering when we were get, when we were going to get to him because I was like, I don't know, Dan Aykroyd's in this movie. Wait, where? Yes, he shows up, and he is this. He used to be a member of the gang, and now he's the stunt man. He's like this. He's like a this evil Knievel type, and yeah. the gag is he's he's hurt himself so much. That oh, he travels scene. with his own, yeah, he travels with his own chiropractor, George Went. Yeah, and this is when, and and so, and this is when George Went, Cheers was Cheers was still on the air at this time. Oh, uh, this fucking scene! And Dan uh, Aykroyd gets off this, gets off the bike, and he, you hear his his bones crunching. Johnny. Oh. Buddy, I can't believe you're still riding with the Roadmasters. Hey, I can't believe you're still one in peace. <laughs> you crazy son of a bitch. Oh, fellas, look over here. I want you to meet the co-founder of the Roadmasters Cycle Club, Johnny Lewis. Hey, hey all right. Shit, it was a long time ago. Yeah. Boy, all right, Johnny. So what have you been doing all these years? Huh? Well, I just got back from jumping the Mayan pyramids. It's a closed circuit, pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like you to meet my chiropractor, Dr. Jack Earhart. Jack Earhart, hang on. Oh! Well, that's, that's actually better. Uh-huh, that's he's better. the master manipulator, this guy, let me oh. tell you. Johnny, I want you to meet Kitty, huh? Kitty Johnny, Johnny Kitty, Johnny. Kitty. Kitty Johnny. Hi. All right. <laughs> wow. Yes, she's my wife. Oh, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I need this guy with me all the time now. When you hold as many jump records as I do, you wind up with more screws and bolts in you than the Golden Gate Bridge. He really should retire. Uh, Doc, you know, I think I'm walking on a screw. In your shoe? Uh, in my foot. Probably fell out of my ankle. Oh! Oh, that's better. What are you doing around here, anyway? The old haunt. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
This judge told us we weren't allowed to leave the county for three years, but we got to bury our brother, right? I see that. Yeah, now we got this asshole DA chasing us, and he just shot my ass. You better have that wound attended to. He's a great horse surgeon. Doc, take a look. No, no. Uh, no doctors. Look at you. <laughs> Running from the law on the 4th of July weekend. Oh, and, Buddy's and, been and, shot. And Buddy And Buddy's been shot, so every time they hug, it's like, ah! ah, ah God, ah! that joke went on forever. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Yeah, the, oh, the reunion, God. though, you have the two, guys, I guess, you know, middle-aged guys walking toward each other. One has a shot leg. The other one, everything else is shot, so but to speak. why is Buddy's whole body hurting? Like, he was just shot in the leg. How does a hug hurt that? I don't know. Apparently it does. Apparently it does. And why? Why is Dan Aykroyd driving the bike? What? What's the eighteen wheeler for? Right? Why isn't the bike in the back and then Aykroyd in the in the cab with George? Well, he's got a whole <laughs> he's, he's got a whole gym in there because they talk about it later. You're talking about well, all you got a stairmaster, you know, massage yeah. table, and the stairmaster and everything else. So, so it's a chiropractor's truck. <laughs> like the whole time, like, uh, like I guess Dan Aykroyd used to be a part of the gang and he got out. So then he but. It, George Wendt is constantly pulling and shaking his hand and pulling on his arm, and you hear the post-production cracks yep. that they put in that's obviously in post-production. It sounds like it's coming from out of the scene, not in the scene. Um, yeah, just off camera, there's a guy cracking like... Oh yeah, some guy's got a whole bunch of water bottles just right under yeah, the... Yeah, crack, crack, crack. <laughs> yeah the off-screen fully work. But and first of all, why don't you have the guy from Cheers driving the beer truck? I don't know. My and, all, all my love for candy, but and Dan Aykroyd <laughs> says, you know, oh, you got shot. My my guy's practically a doctor. He can do it. He's no, no doctor. That's not the way we do it. Like he's not a real doctor, and he's technically a part of your gang. Yeah, yeah, he's not a surgeon. Like, don't worry about. You it. were just in the truck bleeding out so much. You were starting to see things. Yeah. Then you magically got better because Dan Aykroyd showed up. <laughs> now you're going to go back into the truck and make, drink moonshine, I guess. I don't know. So Sonny invites Dan back to the house. He's like, I got, Dan's like, I got to go jump the... He's going to Vegas. Jump. He's going to Vegas to jump something. It's like, I'll meet you back. They're going to meet back up later. Uh, I think uh, jumping the fountains at the Bellagio or something. Yes, yeah, fountains of the Bellagio. It. So now we cut, once again, they're back in the park, and now they're going to perform surgery on Buddy, the gang is. So they, they, so Buddy's drunk, and he's biting on a screwdriver, and they pull out a pair of pliers. Vice grips, yeah. Vice, Vice grips. Yeah. One of the biker gang just pulls the bullet out of his leg, because once you get the bullet out, you're fine. No risk of infection. You don't, yeah. need to seal, you, don't, you don't need to seal the wound in any way. You're it's fine. a dirty vice grip. It's, oh, know. no, 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 no. He put he dipped it into uh, the top of the alcohol bottle. He didn't pour alcohol right. on it. He does some little, like, where he's holding the bottle and he's just like, like the, I, I watched him do it, like, sanitize. He just puts, like, one end of yeah. it. And deep, 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 like, just right around the lip, though, because I'm like, okay, that did nothing. <laughs> and then this is where they all drink, I assume, Barbicide? You know, the they stuff drinks. usually used to clean combs? At the beginning of the movie, this guy made a drink and he put Windex in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they pass this jug around, this magic elixir or whatever it is, and everybody starts drinking it. Everybody gets, you know, they start freaking out. A bear vision. They, uh, yeah, it's basically like they've done <laughs> mushrooms. 
Like it's it's yes. the, it's yeah. Like I don't know why they didn't just skip to mushrooms, but they, I guess they wanted to stay away from that. So instead, it's just severe alcohol. So they all have the same vision, and it's a bear with the voice of Gypsy. Okay, so that was Belushi. Oh, that okay, Belushi. I missed that totally. I thought so. Yeah. I I thought so. Okay. The bear tells Buddy, "It's like you're having a midlife crisis. You gotta settle down." He's telling the lawyer. You're a lawyer. You can help people stop being a pussy. Yep. Well, he tells Buddy that he he finally reveals to Buddy that he's going to be a father. No, no, no. She did it in the truck to distract him after yeah, he got he shot. No, but he wasn't listening. No, he, well, no. He yeah, he he him. wakes him up with like, no, dude, you are going to have a baby. Like he already yeah. heard that from his wife, but he it just he gets the wake up call. Yeah, well, he was he was thinking there were song lyrics, right? It's like, oh, you're having my baby. It's like, oh, this is a little Richard or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah you know what? I'd have a beer with a bear. I think it'd be fun unless they get all preachy like this one does. Like, way to be a fucking buzzkill, man! Jeepers, cripes! They're just trying to have a good time and recover from bullet wounds. You're harshing my buzz. Yeah, yeah. They get all real and shit. Like that's. I don't want to be that. I don't want that guy at the party. You know. <laughs> Um, so they wake up the next morning, the lawyer rips off his, um, his sleeves, sleeves. Oh yeah. So, but no, but so what happens is Ackroyd and George went, they're driving to Vegas. They see the roadblock. It's like, Oh, it's for buddy. We got to turn around and warn buddy. So they head back, they warn buddy. And, and then they have this conversation of, you know, what are we going to do? That's where we find out that there's a Stairmaster in the back of his truck. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah. What do you have in your truck, Stairmaster? That's not going to help. What else? Lots of stuff. Now we're talking. I have yeah. an idea. I have what? an idea. And now we get the Animal House montage of when they were building the float. That's basically what happens here. They're, you know, they're, they're fortifying the bus. If I may, uh, to me, it was an A-team montage. You know when they weld they weld shit to their van to make it stronger so they can get the job done. To me, this was a, a like total like Mister T with the goggles and the and the welding torch out. Yes. Same thing, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> thing, you know, so the next morning they're driving down and uh, and Dan is in front on a motorcycle and then behind them is the bus. It's fortified. One of the things in the truck was apparently a firework. Fireworks launcher, so, I guess. Yeah, of course it was, or a cannon. So Dan he jumps the roadblock, and you hear him go, "New world record." <laughs> <laughs> and oddly and enough, no cracking when he lands. I thought there'd be a distinct none. like when he lands, you know. <laughs> yeah. But the bus shoots the roadblock. Oh, uh, and also we need to go back. Uh, not the DA. Who do, who is? What's he running? Uh, anyway, the attorney general. Attorney, the attorney general. general. The AG. The, yeah. The attorney general calls the district attorney and says, "What the fuck are you doing? You can't use. You can't take all these people to stop this gang. I want you to decease right now. Tell everybody to go home." And then yeah. the DA gets off the phone and says, "Oh, the district attorney wants us to keep doing this. So he's gone off the deep end right now, trying to yeah. catch this motorcycle gang." Uh, well, opening fire up from a helicopter, I think, is when he started getting off yeah. the deep end. No offense, but <laughs> but 
But you're yeah, that may be where you lost it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, no, and and let's not. Uh, it's not a bus, Scott. No, no, they basically have stolen and now are just keeping this beer truck. It's the it's the Bex truck. It's the beer truck. You are right. They it, yeah, they, they just fortify the beer truck. It's just theirs now. They took it from John Candy and they're not giving it back. So, our heroes. Yeah. But yeah, they blow through the blockade quite easily. And then that's the end of uh, of Dan and George. They're like they wave goodbye. It's mm-hmm. like we've helped you through the roadblock. Our work is done. Yeah, yeah. I gotta I gotta go jump a fountain in Vegas. They finally get to Gypsy's home. They walk this casket up to the door and knock on the door. And this big black man's like, oh, you know, he's he's there with a shotgun. He's Do like, I look like the, the Wilsons to you? Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Leibowitzes or whatever, out, yeah. Leibowitzes. Do I look like a Leibowitz to you? And they moved out three years ago. They moved to Ohio. Yeah. How is and, it? How do you know that? Like, I, I rented the, my current. Yeah, I don't. Like, my, the place I'm in now, I have no idea where the previous tenant is. And then we get a, a, a shot of Gypsy's head. Apparently, they got to uh, they got to Ohio. They put the body. They gave the body to him. Yeah. You see a headstone for yeah, Gypsy. They, they yada 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 the whole trip to Ohio. They yada yep. yada yada the whole because at because then we cut back to the present, and they've had the baby. The baby is Harley. Running. Harley, I don't know. Yeah, I of course it is. Because of course it is. One or uh, two baby's one. Yeah. yeah. So that's the, is, the sorry, the, the whole device of this movie, because we do get a bit of narration at the beginning and now we're getting some more at the end. So the whole framing device is he's actually telling his one year old the story about when, I guess, when your mom was pregnant with you or something. Yeah. And this one last adventure we went on for Gypsy, which, which if you think about it, contains a lot of references to fucking his mother. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot, and other people wanting to fuck his mother because Dan Aykroyd, when he gets his eyeballs full of Catherine Bach, he lights up. Yeah, and then it's like my wife. Oh, hey, oh, sorry, whoa, whoa. Like it was like if it's just <laughs> yeah. your old lady, can I get in there for a sec? But oh, it's your wife. Oh, yeah. no, 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 you're serious. Okay, well, never mind then. You know, like kind of a weird exchange. It's like, well, then I told your mom that if there's, uh, hey, is the backyard open? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, which is a reference to anal. And it's a, she it's said, a big yes, backyard. So he says, it. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a big backyard. I said, is there bushes in that yard? Which I didn't quite understand. I don't know. Well, they go so, to. He goes to order some chili cheese fries, and of course, uh, the DA is now working because that's how it works. When you lose your job as the DA, you. Go, you go into fast food. You're now at a hot dog stand or whatever it is. Yeah. Yes. The DA's boss is this teenager. And that's you how You give it him ends. two free drinks and blah, yes. blah, blah. Uh, and that's how it ends. And it's but also his responsibility to, to clean up their bike. Well, it's the yeah. toy It's the toy one. It's the, the one that's there for the kids to ride on. It's part of the the restaurant. So, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you meant like the kid pooped on the on his bike. On his, no, no, no. It's but, just it's that little toy one there. You put a quarter but in. But then, yeah. much like Animal House, we get the we get the end of a, what ha- you know. We get the freeze frame with the text. You know, mm. Buddy still hasn't painted his house, so that's another. Uh, yeah, you get the montage, Animal House. Yeah, I would say rip off of Animal House. Yeah, the where are they now? Uh, the lawyer, I guess, kept lawyering. Joined the gang. Yeah. 
Yeah, and he got them. He got their. Oh, they did go to. They did go to court, but he got them down to ten thousand hours of community service. Yeah, which I don't think they did anyway. Because yeah. <laughs> why would they? Why would they? They've ignored every other thing. <laughs> that's still. And that's it. That's the movie. That's Masters much. of Menace. And I, I have to agree with uh, Derek. This is a nothing burger. It's yeah. Just, the, the Even the title is, doesn't make sense. No, because, because there, there's no menacing. Well, I mean, they, they menace at the restaurant. They, you know, there's no, but there's no menacing. Like, it, like it's, it's, it's not. Everybody runs. It's just, hey, we're bikers, and everybody runs. Right. You know yeah. What I mean, like, yeah. there's no and menacing. They're, they're the roadmasters. First of all, better title, by the way. They should have just called yeah, the movie Roadmasters. Yeah, absolutely. Roadmasters is a much better title. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, oh, by the way, right. just just to button up the end there, there is no way in hell if I see that's the guy making my food, honey, we're going to a different restaurant. I'm not eating anything that that guy prepares. Are you kidding me? God knows what's going to be in that burger or that chili fries. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, good God, who put Javex in there? <laughs> you stupid. Yeah, no, so this. And oh, and the, the assistant DA, his little where are they now? He's running an illegal dog farm somewhere. Like what? Puppy mill. A puppy mill. Sorry, yeah, puppy a puppy mill. mill. That guy gets which to I get. Think might have so, which I think is a callback. I think he's grooming the dogs to have sex with them because remember the phone sex. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm, yes. I'm saying. So he, he's raising puppies to have sex with. That's the joke. I know shouldn't have been. He was arrested for running an illegal puppy mill, maybe. So, like, yes, that's the that's, that's where you want to go. That, that, yeah, you know what? We're leaving this on a weird note. This guy's just out there doing that actively right now. Is that what we're saying? Uh, Buddy's painting a house and settling down. Free. Yeah, yeah. What the? What? What? What movie? What? What are you doing? Why did you let this one get away? That's. That's what the official song of this movie should be, is Great Big C's Consequence, consequence Free. free. Yeah. yeah. There's no consequences for anything There's, in this yeah. movie. Uh, yeah, I can't, that, I can't recommend this movie. It's free on YouTube, and it's been there for 10 years. And <laughs> as I said before, I just picked this. I, had, I knew nothing about this movie. I just knew that Dan was in it, and then I found out that Jim Belushi and John Candy and George Went were in it. Once I looked at the cast, it's like I knew these people. But this is one of the things where the... The parts are much better than the whole, because this is. Just... Oh yeah. Well, I it, it, I guess it's it, it's a it's a product of its time. Like you said, you had like Animal Animal House, Blues Brothers, Porkies. That was the time of the gross out eighties comedies. Well, no, so you have those were like that. Those were like early eighties, and this was like yeah. It missed its pro. It's it's ten oh, yeah. years late. It missed its yeah. It missed its window and. Especially with Animal House, they went the full, like, if you're going to be gross, do gross. If you're going to... Yeah. This movie sort of played it safe. You don't get really... Like I said, if you're going to show strippers, have tits. If you're going to yeah. go full out with... with, with, a, with By a 1990, the, the the biker theme was gone. It should have been... Yes. There should have been a beach comedy, because that was big at the time. Baywatch. Um, you know, Thunder in Paradise, that kind of thing, American yep. Gladiators. That should have been your goal in this movie, but you want to make a biker movie, fine. Yeah, uh, Dan Aykroyd, I don't know if I buy him as a daredevil. No. Because he's, he's, he's still pudgy Dan Aykroyd, you know what I mean? He still has the, the, the Ghostbusters weight. 
John Candy is the best part of this movie. Uh, yeah, Candy, I, I told far and he's only, he, he might have like he has less than five minutes of screen time. Yeah, so he is the yeah. best part of this. Movie. Absolutely, absolutely. The, even the Belushi stuff was like, well, it was okay. Like the mechanic who keeps dropping things, but but yeah, it's his iPad. Well, but again, but they only give him five minutes, right? So they only give him five minutes. Yeah, Ackroyd gets more than that, which is though. fine. I think Ackroyd and Went get most out of the guest stars. They get most screen time. I think it. I think it would have been a bit better if Gypsy was in was with the gang in court though as part of like introducing because that's what they use the judge basically introduces us to the cast right at the beginning all rise and then he does a roll call sloppy joe and lazy larry and whatever yeah but gypsy dies two minutes no no but 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 i think to make him more part of the gang right if he was there at the trial and then Eh. he dies he's it's weird that they, they explained it off pretty well. But they kind of—I don't know. I just—it felt weird that he he felt disconnected from the gang, but now the rest of the movie hangs on getting him home. They yeah. probably—they probably couldn't get him. They, yeah, they, they, you're they, right. Yeah, he pro- that would have been like an who extra was the day. Singer, by the way, hmm? does anyone know who the singer was? I tried looking it up. I tried looking. I I have I, seen him before. I tried looking it up too. I I've seen him before. The biker who's singing. Yeah, Ro, it's Roy Boy yeah. Lee Ving, and his IMDb says he was uh, frontman for a seminal LA hardcore punk band Fear. His name is Lee Ving. Yep. Okay. Now we have a connection. Fear was the band that John Belushi tried to get on Saturday Night Live and he got on Saturday Night Live and they trashed the set. So there is a connection. John Uh. Belushi at the end of his life really got into punk and he was really into the band Fear and he wanted Fear to do a song on the soundtrack of Neighbors and he got him on Saturday Night Live and they fucked up. So there is a connection between that guy and people in this movie. Yeah, Jim Yeah, yeah, your SNL players like Jim Belushi or Aykroyd. Jim Belushi and and Aykroyd yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. He knew he knew John, right? So, yeah. like leaving, probably knew, he knew John Belushi. So there you go. And they were on the Warp tour. Wow. All right. Well, that's it. So right, well. uh, that so I, I'm taking it. You guys wouldn't recommend this movie. I, I wouldn't search it out. But I mean, if you're on the couch and you can't reach the remote on a lazy Sunday afternoon, you could do worse. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's not much. Th- you could do worse, as in rock to pussy, but... <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. You, you guys are definitely right. This came along... I think it basically came along in the sunset years of the the 80s yeah. boob comedy and then just, just cribbed from all of it. They just, they saw what was what was good and popular then, like your Porky's and Animal House, and just cribbed from it, but in a midlife crisis biker game movie. So, yeah, it, it, yeah I, I mean... There's there's a lot better a lot better out there. I the only thing that I that I enjoyed about this movie was the cameos, was the surprising amount of like of talent in this movie. Like you said, like this roster is deep, but it's uh, the movie itself is just so slapdash. It seems like yeah. like a project for having a project. Make a make work project. Yeah. Everyone got paid. That's probably the best thing yep. about this movie. Yeah. yeah, 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 and probably decently as well. Like I think they, this probably got sold with this kind of cast. It probably got sold pretty well to a distributor, and then that's where it fell. You know, like that's why no one's well, heard of it. Well, Derek, you brought up Rockabilly. Uh, ro- I'm sorry, uh, Rock Rock to Pussy. Rock to Pussy. Yeah. Tell us about your podcast and bring that up. 
Yeah, that's on our, our Or Is It podcast. Scott joined us for uh, Rock to Pussy, which is on Amazon in the States, uh, about a giant underground octopus that's going to take over a small, small northern, or, northern Ontario town. Uh, so you can find that, that there. Uh, for us, uh, we also do film studies. We're going to be seeing Barbie and Oppenheimer and all the big summer movies coming out. So... Um, yeah, so thank you, Scott, for being on our podcast for a definitely uh, a decidedly Canadian movie, uh, Canadian-made movie for sure with Rocktopussy, and thanks for having yeah. us on for this movie that come out of nowhere with some of Canada's best. So we appreciate yeah, you inviting right. us on. Yeah, CanadianMovieCrew.com. There we go. Yes. All right, that's it. I want to thank uh, Mark and Derek. Thank you guys for being on the show, and I want to thank everybody for everybody for listening, and we'll see everybody here next time on the Dan Aykroyd Podcast. To support this podcast, please go to www.patreon.com slash scottwhite and give what you're able. If you're listening on iTunes, please give a review. That should help people find this podcast. And no matter what services you use to listen, please leave feedback. We always want to improve. Thank you for listening to the Dan Aykroyd Podcast. What am I going to do? What the hell am I going to do? I was robbed. It wasn't my fault. It's not like I, I lost an entire beer truck. It was stolen from me. Yeah, but a good, good captain always goes down with his beer truck. Oh, who's going to believe me? I'll come up with a better story. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody will be mad at me. <laughs> That's what I'll do. I'll figure it out now. Shoe Adam. I'm two miles east on Verdugo Crest. They're coming your way. Move, Dick. Roger, sir. We're moving south on County Highway. out here walking down the middle of the road come on pull yourself together what is your name name's lloyd lloyd kukla everybody knows that lloyd you've been drinking uh, you don't understand ah i didn't have any food i had to drink the beer uh, i had to drink it in order to survive how long have you been wandering around here a couple hours you can't die of malnutrition in a couple of hours no sir you're shit-faced Look, I, I, I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you everything. Now, I don't know where they came from, but there were hundreds of them, maybe more, and they came swooping down out of the sky. Wait a minute. You trying to tell me you was attacked by aliens? Yeah. Motorcycle alien guys. They were motorcycle alien guys. You tell me all about well, it. I'm telling you the truth. They were little guys with bug eyes. And then there was a big guy, but I don't know if he's an This has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast. Buddy, buddy, wake up! Ah, 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 ah.
Johnny! Hey. Johnny! Oh, Johnny, what are you doing here, man? Let's go! God! Oh! Oh, Listen, wait, listen, buddy. buddy! Buddy! I'm gonna have a baby! I'm gonna have a baby! Oh, kitty, I'm gonna have a buddy! Bobby, I'm gonna have a biker! I'm gonna have a baby! Beautiful! Oh, my God! Look, congratulations, but before she pops one out, li li listen. Trouble at Verdugo Crest! Oh, my, what are you talking about? Well, what happened? We got arrested. He took our bikes. Six months in jail. What a stinking little hellhole that was, too. Six months? Ooh. Oh, great! Thank you for sharing this story with us, Johnny. All right, come on, let's well, get it together here. Now, look. Hoover's way out of his territory. He doesn't belong here legally. Gypsy's almost home. We're real close to Vegas. Hey, it's the 4th of July. You want to have some fun? This is the land of the brave and the home of the free, huh? About that home. Are oh, we gonna please, get please now, just for a minute. I just want to know. Okay. What do you got in the back of your truck? We, we've got a Stairmaster. For my knees. 